This is Brother Merle coming to you again from Tabernacle of God Church in Pekin, Indiana, and we just got something going here we call Old Time Preachers. And these these preachers is uh, one, yeah, everybody knows Mike Ray, I think. Well, this is one is Mike Ray's that we're going to be playing today is Mike Ray's dad in law. Everybody around Salem knows Mike Ray. And the other one is, is was his brother in law, David. Now, anyway, this, this first. Uh, preacher we're going to have on here today is David Misser. That so, y'all just listen to him. I, I I like I like to listen to the old guys. They they've came here to the Tabernacle of God Church and we just had a big time, a big revivals with them. And uh, just just listen. Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Jesus Christ is that foundation yeah, for, yeah, for Christians. Yeah. Yes, he, is. he is that foundation. Yeah. He was slain on a cross yeah. and he died and he rose again ever to be with the Lord, but he is that foundation for Christian people and I thank That's God. Right. He is sure and solid. He yeah. is unchanging. He'll not be different today than he is tomorrow. Exactly. He is our foundation, thank God. Glory to God. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Praise Bless the Lord. And you come on trials and troubles, yeah. God, yeah. Jesus is that foundation. Yeah. He's sure tonight, thank God. Yeah. There is no changing in Jesus Christ. He'll yeah. help you today. On, He'll man. help you tomorrow, thank yeah. God. Yeah. He's that solid yeah. foundation, yeah. that rock that we depend on, thank yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Glory yeah. to God. I feel, I feel good. Yeah. Thank God. I feel good in my soul, thank God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. If you'll turn loose a little bit, we'll have church. Yeah. Thank God. Hallelujah, thank God. Glory to God. Anyway. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on. Lord. Yes, sir. Lord. Thank God. And as you get this foundation built, uh -huh. the next thing you want to do is they put walls up. Yeah. You frame walls and on the outside of this foundation. Yeah. And you put insulation in these walls. Yeah. And that's to keep the wind out uh -huh. coming into this, this house. Yeah. You keep that you keep things outside. You keep those old hard winds that blow and, and, and trouble you. You keep them outside. Yeah. But in this walls, you build a door. And in this door, you can open this door and close it. You open this door, let the good things in, you close it and keep evil things out. You feel these walls strong, and you put this insulation in there. This insulation also keeps the noise out. It keeps the evil thoughts out. It keeps all that evil in the world outside. Hallelujah. you got your walls built now, but you still got an opening, thank God. And that's the roof. you got to put a roof on this foundation. Bless God. Come on, come on. Hallelujah. Lord God. Hallelujah. He put this roof on. And it keeps the rain away. The rain's going to come, children. Yeah. You may live in this life. You may be saved. But the rain's going to fall. One of these days you'll face sadness. One of these days you'll face sorrow. One of these days you'll face discouragement. One of these days you'll face hardship. One of these days you'll face trials and tribulations. But that old roof's on your head. Thank God that old roof is the blood of Jesus Christ. It covers you, You got the roof on 
Come on. Thank God that I just feel good. Yeah. Bless God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Come on. Thank God I've been saved. Now what year is this? 92? Uh, I've been saved 12 years. It's November the 10th. Uh, Thank God forevermore. Yeah. Baptized in the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Sanctified. Uh, Thank God. And I, 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 I'm proud to be what I am. Yeah, yeah. I've not done a, a shame the bone in my That's body. Right. Thank God. Lord. It wouldn't bother Lord. me Lord. if, if, if Lord. 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 Lord.
You start off good in your house with the Word of God. Amen. Then, then, then you get a little bit of spirit in there. You get a little bit of spirit in the Word of God. You get them mixed together. And before you know it, uh, when you're out praying somewhere, the devil comes at you. You won't just get up and quit. You'll say, uh, in the name of Jesus, depart from me. You'll begin to use the Word of God on it. And you begin to fill this, this, this dwelling place with all the good things of God. You open the door, let the good things in. You close it when the bad things try to get in. Thank God. And you, you close it, open it when the good things come in. Close it when the bad things try to come in. Get a hold of God. Thank God. We've we, we not got a hold of God in any shape, matter, or form like He wants us to. That's right. Bless God. Smile at me. Thank God. Hallelujah. Lord, have mercy.
When sad waves of sorrow sweep over my soul, then I seek for a refuge, a safe hiding place. Listen to this. And I know that he keeps me, keeps me, keeps me by his wonderful grace. Oh, I need Jesus to carry me through a long life's journey. Yes, you need him too. And when you're in trouble, don't know what to do, just call on Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He'll carry you through. All times I'm discouraged. Can't find me a friend. So sad, so lonely, so troubled within. But I go to Jesus. Listen, on Him I depend. Listen what He does. He gives me courage. Courage, courage. All my battles to win. I want to prepare a habitation yeah. for the Lord. Yeah. If I never have a name in this life, if I never have the one old beat up automobile, if I ever never had the one suit of clothes, yeah. if I never had the one pair of shoes with holes in them, mm-hmm. if I've not got anything in my pocket but the car keys, one of these days, children, He'll prepare a habitation for us. That place is called heaven. There's matches there waiting for God's children. There's streets of gold there. Gates of pearl. Walls of jasper. And in this beautiful city, you'll find Moses there. You'll find the prophet Elijah. The prophet Isaiah, Jeremiah. Ezekiel will be there. Old John the Baptist. The Apostle Paul. Stephen that was stoned. <coughs> and you will find the day that's died building a habitation for the Lord. Uh-huh. <laughs> You'll also find one more there. Yeah. Old David Messer. Uh-huh. False yeah. team ball and all. Mm-hmm. I'll be right there. Yeah. I want to build a habitation for the Lord. I want him to dwell in my life. Sometimes I, I pray, the right, and I feel something. Well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. That was David Messer. Uh, just a fine young man, and we really enjoyed his preaching that day and every day that, that we've ever heard him or been around him. We was around him a lot. and uh, But we really always enjoyed ourselves every time that we was around Brother David. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Just want to say that Jesus is the sweetest name I know. We love the Lord, and without Jesus there would be no no salvation, no peace, no joy like we feel. He is so good to us. Ain't he good? He gives me shoes on my feet, a roof over my head, got food to eat. He's just good to us. Give me a, a good wife, 
Lord, it just just been so good that I could never, never say enough about my Lord. We uh, we started. We was gone about four, almost four years out to the Tabernacle of God, where we got the church going again, and we was gone about four years, but. We we're back now, and, and it seems like it's growing every time that we we open the doors. And just last week, uh, we had two to confess that they'd got saved. I mean, they come up there and then they and then they said that they'd got saved, and we just believe they did. And uh, so, we what we're going to do right now? We're going to put uh, Brother Gene Collette on, and. Uh, He's he's a real fine man. I mean, I mean, he's he's passed on now to be to be with the Lord. But I I just loved Brother Gene, and we all love Brother Gene. He had a church at Shepherdville, Kentucky. But listen, listen to he was pastor out there. Listen to the to him. Drink them. <laughs> and then we thank because we are coming to God that all of them are to run hurriedly. Nay, I tell you, you've trained them this far. Do you expect them to just run immediately and come to the Lord? No. Reprograms. Hmm? Reprogram. And then they'll say, yeah, that thing works. Let me try that. And see, I wish I, wish I could get a past. Don't you wish I could get a past verse one tonight? No, you didn't hear it this I'm trying, Sister Judy. I'm trying my best. I'm going to get past one. I'm going to get in this thing of just a little bit tonight. Now watch me. Bear you one another's burdens. Remember what we're going to talk about there? Bear you one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. You know what? Jesus bore it. When he hung, everything was taken care of. My salvation the blood, the stripes, the 39 stripes on his back was for my healing, for your healing. All the sickness, all that he's ever going to do about sickness has already been done, Brother Brown. Healing for your body, all of it. He bore it. He, he, he took all of the burdens. He did it all for me. And you know what? And here's what he said. If you're expecting this other, you've got to do some of this. You know, I've heard these preachers talk about, you know, uh, how do you say it? How was he said it there? It says, uh, the things that I do, you do greater. Remember Jesus said this? And we want to exercise those things that Jesus did. It's exciting to see people heal. Like last night. You know, the Lord just called people out. That's right. And God just told them what was wrong. Now, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to just sit there with something that God's saying, hey, stand and be healed. You can't do that. No, and so... Uh, it's marvelous when you get in this arena and you see God healing and everything is just miraculously happening and, and the power of the Spirit is moving. It's great. But now wait. If you want this to continue and if you want to get in this, there's a price to pay, folks. Now wait. See, I, I don't believe this stuff just handed out for the world. I, I don't know how you that. But I know it's all by grace and I know God is a gift from God and all this stuff is good. But wait a minute. Somewhere along the line, what did you say a while ago? There's a payday. That's right. And so here's where it's at. You and I need to bear one another's burdens. That's right. Nobody anymore hardly cares about uh, Sister Lucy Lou and Brother May and uh, whatever her name is. Nobody, nobody cares about it. 
Well, I think they're getting along okay. I mean, I, I think they've got something to eat, and, and I know they got a shelter over the head, and after all, the government's taking care of them pretty good. In other words, we turned it all over to the government. That's right. And it's closing in. We're going to be sorry for this, folks. That's another message. But we're going to be sorry to turn it all in this house over to the government. That's right. Brothers and sisters in Christ are to take care of one another. It's gone anymore. We come into church and we shake hands and pat one another on the back. And hardly you don't know the problems at the house of that sister and brother. That ought not be so, Brother Barton. We ought to bear some of those. You know, Jesus said this. He said, I have had some problems. And I have had some hard times along with this. And of course, we know that when he said, I don't even have a place to lay my head, okay? How many's got a place to lay down tonight? Let me see. How many got something in the icebox? You know. Huh? Jesus said this, brother. He said, arm yourself in like manner. Get ready for some hard times. Get ready for some shaking times. Get ready for some of this that's coming if you serve me. I want to tell you something, folks. I believe that folks are not, not experiencing any of this. I think maybe their experience with God is so shallow that don't make any difference anyway. I'm sorry now. I believe that. I believe if you're not in this and if you're not in some of the suffering that Christ is suffering, yeah. I don't believe, I just believe, I just believe our experience is shallow. That's mm -hmm. what I believe. Yeah. And so, but when you get in it, you're going to suffer. You're going to, you're going to meet some places you're going to pay the price. Yeah. Yeah, and so, Jesus paid it all on anything. Thank God he paid that price for me. For if a man think himself to be something, when he is nothing, look at that, I'm getting along now. He deceiveth himself. Did you ever see anybody like that? I never know nobody like that but me. <laughs> I know, I know what I do. See, you know what you you know what you do too. But let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. Yeah. I'm hurting. For every man shall bear his own what's it say? Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. You hear that? Now we can stay there an hour and a half because yeah. this is kind of like ordinances of the church and things that need to be done in the church uh, that I preach to our people, which I will not come down hard on you tonight because I feel like most of you know how to have a church. But having those are rules, I'm sorry, there's rules in church. And folks don't like rules. They don't like regulations. This is why the Bible says, let everything be done decently and in order. Amen. My Lord and my God, God likes things done decent and in order. That's right. He likes us to come in. He says, come in with prayer and thanksgiving, you know, to God. Enter the courts and praise and prayer and thanksgiving to God. And there are just things that we need to do. And thank God the saying is a part of it. The preaching is a part of it. Testimonies is a part of it. You know, and all of this stuff is good. But how many knows you can be used that? And I got a precious brother. I'm not preaching. I'm not. I love this guy. And he comes to church. You know him. You try to get him over here. You can't. He comes to our church, and I love him. I got to turn him loose to say something for the Lord. And you just don't have a preacher in, and then not let him say anything. And you know, it's like. Some Sunday mornings, maybe even Sunday nights, the Lord has given me a message and said, this is what I want you to do tonight. And I say, you sure, Lord? And I said, yes, tonight. Tomorrow will be too late. 
It's kind of that kind of thing in your spirit, you know. Yeah, in your spirit. And then I'll ask the brother to testify. He don't testify. He preach. And he don't preach. He, a few minutes, he preaches the whole night. The crowd is so tired and so give out and so done in. It's hard to get a blessing even after he's preached a good message. And he always does. <laughs> that never happened to you all over here. But it's happened to us over there. Now, things done decent and in order. Brother, I don't come to your church and take over unless you tell me to take over. You tell me, Brother Gene sings a couple of songs. A couple of songs is what I say. Amen. You say, Brother Brother Gene testified. I tell them about the, I testify. I don't preach. Amen. Whatever the overseer in that church says, do, that's what I do. Yes. Come on. Is that cutting anyone? Well, bless God, I feel the Lord in this. I feel the Lord. I just, I just got to do this tonight because I feel the Lord in it. You're lying. You don't feel the Lord in that. What you mean is you're just going to take over. Nobody's told you to take over. You ain't felt the Lord in that no way because that's not God. Said do everything decent in order. That's not decently in order. You're out of order when you take over in the church. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Now, my brothers and sisters, you've got to be in the word before you can teach anybody in the word. That's right. The apostle Paul said there are those that are teaching that ought to be listening, mm -hmm. that ought to be taught. He said there are those that are sitting on the sideline that should be teaching. Mm -hmm. They're still on milk. And so you have it both ways in the church. But I want to tell you real hurriedly, and I've learned this long distance, and it hurts way down. Don't get somebody in and put them in a job that they don't know how to do it. Amen. Don't give them teen church when they should be over in the children's church. Right. Don't put them preaching when they should be leading songs or something else. Amen. Wait till they get into the place to where they can handle the job. And Pentecost are the worst for that. Oh, come on in, brother. What do you do? Oh, you can lead song? Well, lead your song service, brother. They've only known it two hours and a half. Huh? What did the Bible say? Know those that labor among you. I'm learning. Listen, I'm learning long distance. I've learned this lesson hard, folks. This will come back on your head. Yeah. Exactly. You put them in there, what you've done, you've hurt the congregation. You put somebody in there that's not adequate, he's not in the Word. What he does, he hinders the congregation. Yes. Yes. And you wonder why they're not getting fed, why nobody knows anything. Yes. And so, I'm sorry. Now, I can go on with this because, you know, I'm not going to do it. Be not deceived. Here we go. God is not mocked for whatsoever a man soweth. There it is. That's what I'm trying to get to tonight. That shall be, that shall he also reap. Now here's what we've done. Me too, along with all the preachers, we get on that and we say, bless God, you better, you better show it to the flesh, which is the truth. Whatever you do, whatever you do is going to come back. The Bible says the measure that you meet will be met unto you. I don't care what 
didn't know how much scripture that was. Because it does. It comes back. Now, what I like, though, about this scripture is, bless God, not the negative part of it. I'm looking over there from something where I sow good things, good things come back. Brother Marles, I'm finding out if I treat you right, if I treat these brothers and sisters right, if I treat these preachers right, it's going to come back to me. They may, or somebody may treat me like a dog, but that's going to come back to me, that goodness is. You know why it's got to come back? Because he said so. Whatever you sow is going to come up. Now wait, I've learned learned some things here that I'm going to pass to you. It may not come up tomorrow. I sold things a number of years ago. That's just now coming up. Why do you think of that? But if you sow it, it's coming up, folks. Just as sure as you get out. See, the Bible says sow in the morning. Sow at noontime. Sow in the evening. Sow it everywhere. Go sow it, preacher. Don't spare it. Because he said, you don't know which this or that is going to prosper. You know what Pentecost and, and people need to do that's warned again? We need to do whatever lever that we know of, that we know how to get people into the kingdom of God because we don't know which one's going to work. Jesus said this, and, and I hate it when I hear a minister say, well, rush God, I'll get a hold of them and I'll teach them how to do this. They ain't going to be in my church unless they straighten up their selves. Curse my stomach. Because Jesus said this, he said, you leave them alone, preacher. Right. Mm-hmm. He said, let them come up right in the church. He said, the tires and the wheat are going to grow together. And we're not, brother, we're not knowledgeable enough to say, you're wrong, or you're right, or uh, this, bless God, this one over here pays her tithes, and I'm just going to cater to her, thank God. Come on up here, sister, and say, and bless God, and have a good time in the Lord. And this one over here, that you never dream of, that would do ten cents in your church, will be the one that will bless you. That's right. Yeah. This one over here will pan out after a while, because she gets mad at you. She was singing two, and now you just let her sing one, and she's mad at you going somewhere. Mm-hmm. But the other one over here that you didn't think was going to do anything hangs in like a rusty fissure. If you need something, some ground or property, then the first one to dig down and say, let's go. Mm-hmm. How do you know that, Brother Colin? I have experienced it. Amen. A man in her church, I'm just saying this, I'm trying to close. We had a little chapel up the road before we got the piece of ground that we have now. It's not all that much, but thank God for it. We we were in a little chapel and this man, I didn't know. You know, I said, we got a little piece of ground down the road. And I said, Monday morning, I've got to go to the bank with some money. I said, otherwise, we're not going to get the property. And I was expecting a deacon. I was expecting somebody that had been coming to a church for a while to come up and say, Brother Collins, we're going to help you. We're going to take care of that. Man, I didn't have two nickels to rub together at the time. I mean, that was that low. I didn't have anything. I've been pastoring that little church for these ladies that come and got me. Two little ladies come and got me and said, would you help us out? And I got up there helping them out, and I got stuck for it. Just got stuck. And so there I was. We got the property, and I was trying to bless and to help those folks. You know who helped? You know who met me in the parking lot and slipped a check in my hand? And he said, Brother Collette, he said, we want to just bless you, and we want to help a little bit on that property. 
okay? I thought, thank God, that's a hundred buck bill. I was just about to give a little, a little dance, you know, there in the parking lot. I said, that's a hundred dollar bill, hundred dollar check. Glory to God. Hadn't looked at it yet. I said, thank you, brother. I said, thank you. After a while, you know how preacher is. <laughs> I look down and there's three zebras on that thing. I'm telling you, you talk about a hallelujah fit. I mean, that covered what I needed to do. Yeah. He covered that completely. And you know who it was? You know who this man was? This man had just accepted the Lord. Apparently, I mean, he was brand spanking new. In the Lord. Wasn't a deacon. Wasn't a preacher. Wasn't anybody I thought would cure five cents worth for our little chapel. But he wrote that like it was water, brother. Just give it. Now the Bible says he calls man to give unto you. Yes, I believe with all my heart that God calls. If you serve God more like you're supposed to, he'll send men your way. That'll bless you, brother. You may not have a crown out. A dime, but he'll send folks this way and bless you and bless you, and you can't stop it. That's right. And the Lord sometimes you say, No, 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 no. Huh? Little lady in the church, and I've told this maybe over, I don't know, but the little lady in the church was preaching it like this one night. She'd come up, she's about 112, I think. <laughs> but she'd come up and she said, Preacher says, I want to give you something. And I said, Oh, what is it? I thought she had an acorn or something, you know, an apple or something in her hand. And she had about four $1 bills wadded up in her hand like that. And she gave it to me and said, I want you to have this. And now at the time, I had money. Truthfully, I was building apartment buildings in Louisville, building for Bill Sam's, making a lot of money. I had two crews going, all that kind of stuff. And I told the little sister, I said, now wait, I said, wait, wait a minute. And I know she couldn't afford nothing like that. I said, wait a minute. I said, she don't have to do that. She got me by the wrist, Brother Merle. I'll never forget this. And she's kind of trembling. She looked me right in the eye and she says, How do you know I don't, little preacher? <laughs> I want you to know that's weaned me from henceforth. If it was a dime, a dollar, a thousand, Brother, I took it just that way. I said, Thank you, thank you, thank you, and God bless you. Amen. Glory to God, glory to God. I tell you what, that blessed me. And maybe it didn't y'all, but I remember the, the time that that happened to him. I remember she said to him, another thing she said to him, she says, a little preacher says, you ain't going to uh, make me miss my blessing. And and so he, he took the money and kept the money. But she was, uh, that's just the way that it is in this. It's not about money. If you get a dollar, enough to keep your lights on or to keep the water on in the church, that's good. But we just, uh, we're not we're not there for money. I mean, we, I've, like I said, we got that church out there. We've been out there for 30 years, except that four we've gone, 32 years now. And we, uh, we, we love the Lord, and, and He's always provided. These times it look like, what's going to happen? But we never, anytime we needed anything, God was all, he's always there. All the time, he's always there. Living below in this old sinful world 
hardly a pumper can afford Driving alone to face temptation so Where could I go but to the Lord? Where could I go? Oh, where could I go? Seeking a refuge for my soul. Needing a friend to help me in the Tell me where could I go but to the Lord? Neighbors are kind, I love them, everyone. We get along in sweet accord. But when my soul needs manna from above, where could I go but to the Lord? You know, life here is grand with friends I love so dear. Come. Comfort I get from God's own word. Yet when I face that chilling hand of death, where could I go but to the Lord? Try to tell me. I know. Where could I go? Oh, where could I go? Seeking a refuge for my soul. Needing a friend to help me in the end. Where could I go but to the Lord? Where could we go? You know, I can remember a time that I got saved at a young age. I've told that to a lot of people to a lot of times. I was about 12 years old when I got saved. But through the years, I backslid on God. And by the time I was 18 years old, I done done went almost like a wild man. I mean, I just spent all my time working and, and no, uh, I just didn't even have time to go to church Didn't and, and just backslid on God. But in my 30s, about 32, I believe when, when I come back to, to the Lord, I got saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and and I've been a, a living for 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 the Lord now. I'm 84 years old, and, and and I've been living for Him a long time. And I know one thing, 
I don't know how I could have went anywhere or done anything without the Lord. I always want him by my side. I told him I'd serve him the rest of the days of my life, and I'm going to do just that. I'm going to do one more song here. And I'm... Well, I'm a child of the King. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm a child of the King. Yes, I am. I know I am. I belong to the Lord. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I'm a child of the King. Yes, I am. Lord, I cry holy, holy, holy till I reach that other shore. Cause I'm on my way to heaven. Won't have to suffer anymore. There will be no one to stop me, no one to stand my way. For my journey won't be over till I reach that resting place. Well, I'm a child of the King. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Well, I'm a child of the King. Yes, I am. I know I am. I belong to the Lord. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I'm a child of the King. Yes, I am. Well, they tried to change the Bible to fit this modern day. I just keep on holding on to Jesus in that good old-fashioned way. Cause I'm on my way to heaven. Yes, heaven is my goal. I gotta keep my mind clean, my body and my soul. <coughs> yes, I'm a child of the King. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm a child of the King. Yes, I am. I know I am. I belong to the Lord. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I'm a child of the King. Yes, I am. <coughs> Glory to God. I'm glad. And one day I, I gave my heart to Jesus and told him, just take my life and, and, and just take it. Do what you want with it. And he's let me live a good long life. And, and he's been good to me ever since the day that I got saved. I, you say, you mean you never had no bad times? Everybody has <laughs> bad times and good times. But... <coughs> Go with God and he'll go with you. This is Brother Merle coming from Tabernacle of God Church in Pekin, Indiana. We having services at 11 o'clock in the morning, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, get there and, and just uh, we're having a good time there. And I hope you come and be with us. Songs that stop it. I shut it off on that button there, so I guess that's what it's going.